Welcome to Magnifying God in Your 20s, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults in their 20s glorify God. For most of us, our 20s are some of the most pivotal and challenging years of our lives. This decade is a season when most people make huge life decisions that will impact the rest of their lives. This podcast aims to help young adults of our generation navigate these years through the lens of the gospel. Join us as we run towards Jesus. Welcome to the Thanksgiving episode of Magnifying God in Your 20s, brought to you by Cy and Manny. And we're going to kick us off. This is a very special episode since Thanksgiving is upon us. All the turkey, the, I don't know, fruit? Who eats fruits on Thanksgiving? <laughs> Manny, what would you say is your favorite Thanksgiving item? Side dish. Ooh, favorite Thanksgiving item. Hmm. What side dish? I I love the turkey, although that's very simple. Well, you give me that turkey with the drumstick leg. Mm. You've made my day with, with uh, mashed potatoes. Oh, and corn. Golly. And bread. Cornbread. Oof. They're all that good. is, I know, I, I can't even pick one. <laughs> What's yours? I know, right? I think they're all good. I feel like one. That is a very divisive question. Like you ask people that, you ask people that, and then you get out of there. I hope right now, if anyone's li- listening to this, like whether a group of people or like a road trip, it, it like creates good discussion. But yeah, definitely happy Thanksgiving to everyone who's listening to this episode. Man, I'm really excited to just really, I guess, be a part of Thanksgiving with people. And as yep. you're road tripping or spending time with friends and family or whatever you're doing, we hope that this week. You have some restful time either to yourself or the ones you love. Man, I feel like for me, it's like really hard to decide because I love all of the sides too. I tried to, I agree, the turkey is great. I feel like no one ever says the turkey too, yeah, which is like, very, very disappointing. Because I think if the turkey's done well, it can be, it just pairs with everything, right? Yep. And so I agree with you, man. So Manny, let's jump into today's episode about uh, gratitude and thankfulness on this Thanksgiving week. And so... Uh, Manny, let's kind of jump into what are some highlights in your life uh, over the past few weeks. Oh boy, has a has a lot to be thankful for, especially like this year. Like if you think about it, this year was the year we launched the podcast. This year was the year like we brainstorm of what like a podcast could look like. This is this year was the same year like I met you. This year was the same year I started like uh, ministry part time. This year was when I decided to. I guess late last year was, I'm still thankful for that, late, when I decided to, like, stop pursuing a degree in nursing, like, family, like, relationship in, in family has been growing a lot better. Thankful for my niece, and both my nieces, uh, my sister, my brother-in-law, my brother. Golly, there's a, there's a lot to be thankful for. Being surrounded by a godly community that speaks a great deal into one's life when you know when I'm messing up <laughs> they're like hey bro that's that's stupid <laughs> like just being grateful for my home group in general being privileged to lead a couple guys to study God's word biblically and also like sharing each other's burden in that circle I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for a lot of things and it's the anything that I've done. It's the anything that 
I have uh, in my own will crafted and grown and watered, but it's what God has decided as weird for me uh, to happen. And I'm trusting the process and I'm very grateful. And ultimately, I'm just grateful for the salvation and Christ dying on the cross. I think this is a season where we can look back and every Christian is just thankful, like, because we realize that there's no way in our own uh, will that we could have warranted or bought our own salvation with the things that we do. But we can only trust Christ um, to be the ultimate and the perfect sacrifice for our salvation. That way we can be reconciled back to God and be with Him and enjoy Him forever. So that's a mouthful of everything I'm thankful for. How about you, Sai? Manny, that, I, I love that. And I think that's what is so sweet about this time of year is really just reflecting on like everything that God has done and how faithful he's been. And honestly, I feel like sometimes life can be crazy and we get in a lot of difficult circumstances. But I feel like when we look back, we see God's fingerprints on everything yeah. and we see all the things that like he's blessed us with and placed in our lives. And when I look back past this year, Manny, I, I echo a lot of the same things that you've said. I'm really just thankful I would say most of all, just for the relationships and the community that God has put in my life. And when I reflect on that, man, I agree with you. I think right off the bat, honestly, just like the relationship that, you know, we've gotten to build and get to meet and just the discussions we've had and really getting to launch this podcast. I think really we are both thankful for this. And even if we just have one listener out there, I think you and I are really thankful. Even if we had zero listeners, I think you and I are just really thankful for the time we have to just process through these things and to like wrestle with God's word and what it says about all these things that, you know, as people in their twenties, like things we struggle with. Yeah. And it's just a blessing that we even have one listener, 30, even 50. <laughs> like, I mean, the fact that we have anyone listening to this and we're really just thankful for those who are willing to walk alongside of us mm-hmm. in these discussions that we have yeah. in the upper room yeah. and as well just the church group that we're a part of, uh, Christ Chapel and Renovate. I'm just really thankful for the church that we have. And um, really just the young adult community that we have too. I'm just really thankful for over this past year that I've been, I would say, able to grow a lot, like grow closer to in a way, um, for sure. And specifically, I would want to highlight as well, like I'm just really thankful for the, um, Bible studies that I have, especially the the group of guys that I meet with every Tuesday night. Uh, these guys deserve a special shout out. I mean, these are my mighty men, guys who I think have been walking with me for a long time. And it's just been truly a blessing to be able to step up and help lead this group over the past year. And I'm just really thankful for all those guys. And just want to give them a special shout out. Uh, guys who keep me grounded in every week. Uh, hold me accountable and continue to point me to God's word and into truth um, and just continue to walk alongside me as well as just really for my uh, family as well. Really, man, thankful for uh, my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. Uh, they are rocks for me and have always been. And I think that's one thing too I've opened that's opened up my eyes recently, Manny, is I think a lot of the most difficult circumstances I have found myself in, especially when I go back to like my freshman year in college and when I was really going through a darker time, are times when I've separated myself from like family and community. 
And what I've learned is, man, whenever I'm close to my family and I'm close to like community and people walking along beside me, it doesn't really matter what I go through. Like I know that I have people there and that are going to continue to pick me up and encourage me and like point me forward. Yeah. So man, what a, what a blessing it is that people that care for you that are there beside you no matter what. Yeah. And so that, and honestly, man, just really thankful for like, uh, my job that I have and my team I have at work that is a blessing to lead and just really have them and um man what it what it's just really a blessing to even have a job yeah yeah like seriously like I'm excited to do a podcast on work because this is discussions I've actually been having with a lot of people recently is when I first started working in corporate America I really struggled with Manny I was like am I just gonna waste my time working like is this gonna be purposeful and I really wrestled with that and just I really, really for about a year or so, really just diving into scripture, listening to different podcasts and sermons. Like God's really opened my eyes to the purpose of work and how we were designed to work and how it has so many good purposes for us. Really, it's a great tool to promote God, to praise him. Yeah. It's a great tool to um, provide, you know, provide for yourself, provide for your family, provide for others. It's a great uh, tool to prune. Like, honestly, like working, uh, it really does like prune you because you go through like hard things. And it's honestly a great mission field. It's a great platform to share Christ uh, no matter where your work workplace t- takes you. And you can work in such a way that like glorifies him. Absolutely. And so honestly, man, work, I'm super blessed even just to work. Like for my job specifically, but even just to work and, and really live out the purposes that like God has designed me for. And so Manny, uh, we just have an overflow of blessings, really, like just the relationships that we have uh, and the people in our lives and um, just really grateful uh, for, for everything uh, that God has uh, really blessed us with. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's you know, I said, like you look at the world and, you know, the direction it's heading right now. The fact that we have like a day just for giving thanks is amazing. So I'm very grateful for just, or I don't know how the decision was made on Thanksgiving Day, but that is a smart decision. I'm all for it. Able to, 365 days rolls around and you're able to like just pause and just give thanks. It's amazing. Anyway, we're going to dive into our quotes for the day. We can't go without quotes for the day in our regular episodes so i'm gonna share my quote it's thanksgiving related it's by this one is by rc sproul it says god doesn't want us to just feel gratitude but for us to show it by giving thanks to god with our lives man let me tell you what i think of that quote i think it's incredible so I think what our sister is even getting at here is that it's not enough to just feel the gratitude that of what God has done. It's more important to show that you're grateful for what has done, it, it, what what God has done in your life. It's I think along the same lines of what James talks about. Show me a faith uh, without works, and I will show you a faith by my works. It's like. As God saved you, they are going to walk 
according to the salvation that God has granted you. It's like, oh, God's, God loves me this much that he choose, chose to save me. Therefore, I am going to live my life and devote my life to honoring God with, you know, my deeds. Not that works save you, but by faith, it's accompanied by good works, you know. And I think that's the gratitude of, like, God in his internal sovereignty decides to choose me. Therefore, I am eternally grateful and I'm going to walk in obedience to God. What do you think, Sai? Manny, I really like that. Um, and honestly, I think that transitions well into uh, the quote I was going to share yeah. too, where mine is from, his name is Tony Evans. And it says, again, along this, this theme of like thankfulness, God says to give thanks in everything. That doesn't mean you need to give thanks for everything. You don't need to give thanks for that bad day or for that bad relationship or being passed over at work or financial hardship, whatever it is. You are not to give thanks for the difficulties, but rather in the difficulties. That is a very important distinction and one, and one I think we often miss. Giving thanks in everything shows a heart of faith that God is bigger than the difficulties and that he can use them if you approach him with the right heart in spirit for your good and his glory. I love that, man. And just along this theme of like, I think it's changing. It's changing our perspective. And it's like this like paradigm shift. And that's something that, man, I'm just hearing you talk in over this past week, as I've been preparing for this is the idea of in where this, and really what his quote says here is like, it's not really, we don't have to be thankful for everything. It's being thankful, like for, it's not being thankful for every circumstance. It's being thankful in every circumstance. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's like something that, I think it gets it, like something that we easily and quickly miss. Because when I put myself in a situation where like things are not going as I imagine, my default reaction is to say, um, why is this happening? My default reaction is to complain. My default reaction is to, it's definitely not Thanksgiving. And the fact that it's, it, like Tony was like, don't give thanks. Uh, it's not about giving thanks in like those horrible situations. It's about giving thanks in those horrible situations. I think that's, 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 that's the heart of, I'm surrendering everything to God. I'm trusting God, even in this difficult circumstance. I think the heart of it is trusting God. Because that's the heart of the gospel, essentially. You trust Jesus for your salvation and trusting yourself. The same way you trust Jesus in his sovereign will for your good and for his glory. Because that's how he concludes that uh, quote. Quote, uh, it goes back to Romans 8, like, all things work together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So not not for everybody. It's for those who have been called according to his purpose. So Christians, basically. But I, I like the way he says, give thanks in those circumstances. Because it just highlights your trust in God. I love that. Like I, I really, man, I think both of these quotes kind of fit in together today. I think the themes we'll kind of explore for thankfulness, which I'm really excited about, because I think 
thankfulness, Manny, is a very prominent Bible theme, and I think one of the defining char- characteristics of like followers of Christ. And the more this week I've been really like sitting on it and diving the scripture, like it really is there. And I think it's so key into finding like true joy and I think what it looks like to follow Christ. Mm-hmm. And so what I like about the quotes though is the perspective of the one that like Tony Evans talks about, where it, it talks about, okay, so if we're gonna be thanking God in every circumstance, mm-hmm. okay, like what does that look like? Yeah. And I like where your quote with Archie Swirl kind of steps in is like, it's not just a feeling. It takes like active steps mm-hmm. of like faith. Yeah. And let's jump into it, man. Like, let's jump into like what it looks like. Like one, the themes we see throughout the Bible when it mm-hmm. comes to like thankfulness, like active steps we can take to like practice that. Yeah. But before we dive into topic of discussion today, um, we forgot to talk about like life updates. Um, so something really, um, really incredible that has happened the last couple of weeks is really like getting the chance or the opportunity, privilege to reach out to my neighbor. Um, my neighbor is like on church, you know, he grew up under a Christian household, but is right now is very like into the new age, secular um, environment. And, you know, it's just been on my heart. You know, Jesus says, go into the world, make disciples of all nations. Uh, Paul talks about, like, how can they hear the gospel if you don't preach to them? And even Paul talks about, I become all things to all people, so by all means I can win them, win as many um, to Christ. So last week I got the opportunity to just take reach uh, my neighbor, um, to Dutchies. Um, so there's a bar at Dutchies and, you know, one of the, I don't drink, um, alcohol a lot, but like one of the ways of finding like a common interest to non-believers, especially for someone like Reach, uh, who is in church is go grab a beer with him. So I went to grab a beer with him. We had a great conversation, you know, he talked, he told, talked to me about my family, talked to me about like, uh, past relationship is wildlife and, all that, which was really cool. And we see the conversation swung from, like, natural to the spiritual. And, you know, I started asking him, like, oh, what do you think about this? Because so, he lives right close to, like, right right next to a church, you know. Um, and I got to hear his thought, what he thought, thinks about, like, spiritual things. And he asked me, like, what do I think about this? And by God's grace, I was able to share the gospel with him. So if you guys can continue to be impressed for him, I think this is going to be a long, drawn-out, relational process of just getting to know him um so that's a big highlight um for my week so and i'm really excited what that looks like in the future how about you manny thank you for sharing that with us like i think i'm super encouraged by that and really just like your heart to that you want all people to like know this amazing jesus that's like transform your life and i'm so proud of you man and i'm super encouraged by that and we'll definitely all be praying uh, for him and one thing, I guess, a life update for me is, and it's really, I think, many in line with like today's episode, is just this correlation between generosity and thinking about others and like finding like true joy. Mm. And one thing I just, one thing I, over the last few months that I've been working through is in my home group, we've been working through the book of Philippians. 
and we're going through this series called Building a Championship Mindset. Mm. And like, how does Paul, when he's writing the book of Philippians, he's writing it in chains, like how does he have this true joy? And one of the things we continue to see through Philippians is Paul is continuing to think about others. And one of the verses like we just read as a group in Philippians 2 is Paul is talking about uh, how Jesus Christ has really like modeled this example of like humility for us. And Paul says in Philippians 2, he says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he who was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And he just continues to go on here. And I just recently, man, been thinking about this idea of like thinking of others and this idea of like generosity. And I think it really does correlate so well even to today's episode. And one thing I think uh, I just wanted to quickly highlight is just some opportunities just to even serve and think about others. And uh, one was recently, is last week, uh, my team at work, uh, we got to go spend the day uh, volunteering our time uh, to hand out food for those uh, during this time of year who yeah. may not otherwise uh, have that option for like a Thanksgiving meal or food. So it was really, it was at um, uh, AT&T Stadium outside just helping out with the Tarrant County uh, Food Bank. And I'll tell you what, Manny, what stood out to me was in this opportunity, being able to hand out just these meals um, or even through our church re- recently through like operation and Christmas shop, yeah. like, filling up these small, you know, shoe boxes to then send off to children around the world who might otherwise like no, like might not get these gifts. I have honestly, man, found so much just joy and peace, like thinking about others. And really it's just been a, I think really just a blessing to be a part of things like this. And honestly encourages me to want to give more of my time and space to giving away things and to thinking about others and finding ways to like think about the interest of others. And yeah, that was just a really cool highlight recently. It's just some ways to give back to the community and to help others uh, who are in need and just to get to love on them. You know, like some of these people that we were helping, like I don't know how often they get like interaction Mm -hmm. or just had someone uh, just like genuinely excited to see them and get to know them. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that, that was a cool opportunity. And that's just a, a quick a quick little life update there. All right, let's dive into the topic of discussion for the day about Thanksgiving. All right, Sai, how do you want to start this? All right, so I think with this idea of thankfulness and gratitude is a really prominent Bible theme. Uh, that you see throughout Scripture. And I think it's one of the distinctive marks of a Christian uh, when their heart is aligned with the Lord's. And so uh, today's discussion, I think we can really talk about uh, some areas we see thankfulness. Um, we can talk about, you know, why we should be thankful as Christians. 
as well as not only why, but like when you have a heart of thankfulness and gratitude, like what it does for you, yeah, I think is something I want to really dive into to, to today. And so I think really, Manny, a great like launching point into this episode is uh, in First Thessalonians. I think Paul really does word this idea well. Paul says in First Thessalonians 5, 6 through 18, he says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I think right off the bat, Manny, we see that, you know, while we're in this week of Thanksgiving and we have this day to really like be thankful and reflect on thankfulness, I think off the bat, man, one of the the takes I have is I think thankfulness is like, should be like a state of mind for Christians. Like, what do you think about that statement? I think like Paul, well, Paul was getting that in First Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances because... Yeah, and it gives the reason why you should give thanks in those circumstances because this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's like, oh my goodness, do you know? Do you want to know God's will? Well, give thanks that because that's God's will, and that God's will in what in Christ Jesus, the the substance and the perfecter of our faith. I think that's the first thing you see there. This the second thing you see there is giving thanks in all circumstances. Although we have like just you know a couple of days in a year to be thankful for. The Christian mindset is all year round in whatever circumstances, in whatever situation, whatever devastation. I liked how you like kicked it off with the will of God, like giving thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God. I think Paul just hits the nail on the head. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I think right off the bat, Manny, something I think about too, when we talk about like why we should be thankful, is one, like one, one thing I right off the bat think of is in like Psalm 136. And this I think is a theme that has stood out to me over the past year when reading scripture. David says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. And so right off the bat, man, I just want to like say that when you look at God's character, we see that like he has, he's constantly good and his steadfast love endures forever. And Many, I think a big step too in all of this, and we were kind of talking about this before we started recording, is just like recognizing like our own depravity and like our unworthiness. It's yeah. like hard as that is to say, I think that is very key here. And it really opens your like eye to this. And when we really like when we understand that apart from God, there's only death. Because, you know, we've talked about this in our crossbow episode. And if you haven't heard that, please go listen to it, episode two. Right, is that for the wages of sin, right? All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So we all fall into the sin camp, right? And so for us, all of us in the sin camp, we've all fallen short in the wages. What we earn from our sin is death. And so right off the bat, we see there's a chasm between like us and God because of our sin. But God offers this free gift through Jesus Christ that we now have eternal life because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. And he's given us this bridge to God. And so right off the bat, right, if we recognize that we are sinful, we are unworthy, like we fall into that camp, and the only, 
and apart from God, there is only death. Like our natural response, man, he should be like grateful for the life God gives us in the forgiveness of our sin and the life he has for us. And so after that, I'm just like, man, mind blown that like we should be thankful one that like God is the creator of life, that he breathed life into us, but also thankful that God created us to be a part of his kingdom and to use us in his kingdom. But even though we broke that, God's like, no. Like, when I see Jesus coming, I see Jesus saying, like, I I love you, and I still want you to be a part of my kingdom, and I'm going to do it at all costs. God's like, I'm going to do this at all costs, even sending my son to bring you back to me to be a part of my kingdom. And I'm just like, Manny, like, when we realize that, like, how can we not be grateful every day for that love and that forgiveness yeah. and this God who just pursues us. Yeah. Uh, you were speaking and that reminded me of one of the forward, I think forward to Piper's book, uh, Pleasures of God. And in that forward, I, I really wish I had the book with me. This is an impromptu, impromptu thought. But in the forward, he said that one of the things he said was like, I am eternally indebted to Christ and what he has accomplished on the cross. That this is a payment that I can never pay back. This, this is, I, I just can't. And this is evident when you look at the parable of, you know, the unforgiving servants, where you hold, so the parable of the unforgiving servants, the servants um, hold like the king, I guess, 50 denarii. Denarii, I can't even say it right. And the king was like, okay, I forgive you. But his servant went home, and I think this other servant owed him like so little, and he almost choked him to death. And the king heard about that. It's like, what is he doing? And then he punished him because he couldn't forgive him for such great of a sin. And I encourage you guys to go listen to that. Um, not listen, but go read that passage in the Bible because I totally butchered that parable right now. But when you read that story, the com- the cost comparison, it, it cannot be compared to because this servant owed a lot to the king. Well, here he is punishing a fellow servant who owed him just a little bit and he couldn't find it to forgive the servant. The parable, although it highlights forgiveness, I think it also highlights gratitude. I think that's what Paul uh, Piper was getting into in his forwarding pleasures of God, being forever indebted to what Christ has accomplished in the class because there was no way we could have done it. And that calls for gratitude. The other thing I was going to say is Colossians um, 3, I think 12, it says, Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate arts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one of you has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all this, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you are called in one body. And be thankful. So what binds all these characteristics together is the peace of Christ. And he adds to the end of that, you know, passage in verse 15, be thankful. 
be thankful in all of these things. Be thankful in the peace. Be thankful in the, in the conflicts. Not like for the conflict, but be thankful in the conflict. And walk through it in Christ, in love, in harmony. And be thankful in all circumstances. And I think that's very even evident in how we should even relate with one another. And if you're an unbeliever listening to this, like, one thing you should know is, like, Christians, we have disagreements on biblical doctrines. We have disagreements on even how you should, you know, conduct your life that are not necessarily, like, engine on salvation, but, like, secondary issues. But we need to be able to come to one mind, one unity. And be thankful for that, you know, um... I think that's that's what I see in Colossians, and I I just I wanted to say that. What do you think, Sai? I think that's great, Manny. As I'm thinking right now, I think as believers we have the most to be thankful for, and the cross and what God has done for us is more than enough. And I think we we see ourselves, Manny, even though we have the cross, like we're always wanting more, and. I'm curious to get your thoughts on this too, like this idea of like, man, why are we always trying to get more? And I think it's, it comes from like a comparison problem and a problem that we often see in the world in our culture of like always wanting more and wanting what someone else has and like we don't have enough or what we have. Like it's, it's, it is enough and yeah. we're always trying to like store up our barns or get more. And as Christians, like we have more than enough in like – we have so many blessings and provisions. And I love a quote that I once heard, and uh, I don't know who it is, but it, they said, other people are praying for the things you have, so be thankful for them. But Manny, kind of like, what are your thoughts on that? Like, why are we why are we always wanting more? I think the roots of it is just sin. <laughs> um, I think why else would you think God would say, you know, do not – worship any other God except for me. God created grave in image except for me. There's a quote that talks about like the heart is an idol craving machine. It just wants more. And there's never a way of satisfying that wanting more and more and more and more. So I think the roots of it is just brokenness and the fallen, fallen nature of man and the depravity of man. The second thing is like the current, current age does not even help the situation at all because we have social media. Social media is one of those things that, you know, facilitates and drives the passion of the heart to crave things that others have. Like, you go on social media, people are either displaying, like, what they have, uh, their, their body, or... So it's, it's a matter of possession, lust, and fame. Like... You ask like, oh, I want to have that many followers, or I want to look like that way with that, you know, I guess, um, physique, that physique or whatever, or I want to have that car, or I want to have that house, or I want to have that dog. So it's, it is breathing this, like, unhealthy idolatry, in my opinion, desire of, I want that, how can I get that? And it's not, it's not rooted in Christ. The only way to like deal with that is when you find the things of Christ a thousand times more pleasurable, more desirable, more treasurable than any of these things. Once you find that, you're satisfied. And that's why I like the desiring God model. God is most glorified in you when you are ultimately satisfied in Him. What do you think? 
I, I, I totally agree. Like, I love how you brought up social media. I think that's definitely something that feeds a lot of this mentality and this like comparison problem that we have that like we even you and I, we both even like fall in, in, into this camp. I think what's sad many is like, I think we're, the world is ultimately trying to find this like happiness, mm-hmm. but we keep trying to fill it with these temporary things Absolutely. that, that don't last. Right. And you're like on this like hamster wheel, always chasing, always trying to grab and you ultimately, you won't, you won't ever get it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a paradigm shift and it doesn't make sense, but like, it's when you let go of pursuing those things, mm-hmm. it's true. I think like the model we're seeing here today is this like idea of like gratitude and being thankful for what you have yeah. and what God has like being thankful for what you have and also like generosity and giving away to others is like freeing it leads you to like this true joy in that way you know that like hey you're not you're gonna go through hard things in life we all will like yeah. look at paul here paul's writing in chains but i think paul like he finds contentment in every circumstance because he's anchored in christ and he knows who he is in christ and he knows christ's faithfulness and he knows the promises of christ and he knows ultimately where his eternity is I think, Manny, I think Paul sees every circumstance as moving him towards Christ. Absolutely. Whether he is suffering, like whether Paul is in the valley or on the mountain, he knows every circumstance mm-hmm. is moving him towards Christ yeah. and that all things are being worked yeah. for his good. Yeah. Uh, like like you quoting Philippians again, it says like, you know, I've learned to, you know, leave, be, to be content in plenty and I've learned to be content in little. And, you know, even in the Philippians, it talks about I count everything as rubbish in comparison to the, you know, eternal glory that is set before me. And it's like, I can do all things. This is Paul writing the book of Philippians in chains. And the book of Philippians is one of the most peaceful, calm book that Paul ever wrote. And this is him saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I think Paul has gotten that sense of contentment and it's like I'm grateful I'm content and I'm grateful whether you have enough and I have plenty or whether I have little I'm grateful and I think that's something I ultimately seek and desire to be fully satisfied in Christ to be fully and I think that's you know the first the Westminster Catechisms talks and if the first the First question is like, you know, what what is man created for? And the answer is, you know, we are created to for the glory of God and to enjoy him forever. The only way you can find enjoyment is when your eyes shift from like the idolatry peace to the Christ peace. And you can act the way Hebrews twelve talks about like, you know, I lay aside every encumbrance and sin that so easily entangles us and let us uh, run the race that has been marked out for us, fixing your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfect of our faith. Because for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and now he sits at the right hand of the throne of God. I think that's that's the heart of a Christian. I, I, again, this is one thing that's like, we cannot but just be thankful because there's nothing we've done to deserve the race or the good works that God has called us to. And many, like, I think... And when I'm hearing you talk, 
this is something that's not going to like flip overnight. But it's definitely something that every day you can take active steps in this faith mm-hmm. and growing. And I think kind of as we end this episode, that's something I just want to really dive into and leave our audience with is like active steps we can take to yeah. like build out this mindset. Because mm-hmm. I think it really is a mindset and like what we're putting our thoughts on. Mm-hmm. And as I was hearing you talk, I just thought about when you were talking about our thoughts and directing our minds. I was thinking of even in scripture, we see that uh, Paul says in second corinthians he talks about taking every thought captive to obey christ so this idea of like we need to really think about what we're thinking if that makes that makes sense think think about what we're thinking because i think a lot of times manny we allow our thoughts to run rampant Mm -hmm. and it really does toss us like to and fro and then what happens is like our circumstances and events we face really determines our outlook on life and how we're feeling. And when what I want us to do right now is what does it look like to, no matter what circumstance we're going through, to be like anchored and to not be like tossed to and fro, almost like Paul, that he knows like no matter what circumstance that, and this is the same with, I think David too. And what he models throughout the Psalms is David honestly shows a lot of emotion and he's going through tough things. But David is rooted in truth and he always goes back to being thankful in the midst of difficult circumstances because he remembers like who God is and God's past faithfulness and the promises he's made. And when I think too about this is like, what does it look like to take active steps of faith? And then what it take, like it's, it's really taking your thoughts captive, like choosing uh, thankfulness and thankful prayer over just like wallowing in your anxieties and despair. And when I, I think of Philippians 4, Manny, where Paul says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any, any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So like think about these things. Take your thoughts captive. But also what, what we see in scripture too is a continual theme of prayer also being a very important aspect of this too. Many, I think too we see throughout scripture that battling anxiety in these difficult circumstances, it comes through like comes through like with thankfulness, but also prayer. Yeah. And I know I struggle with this a lot is like being envy or battling with bitterness or being frustrated. And I would just encourage all of us just to pray about it. Yeah. Like if you have bitterness towards someone, right? Maybe over Thanksgiving, it's like a family member, you know, you're going to be around family and friends, like pray about that person, pray about the bitterness that you have, or what are you frustrated about? Or what are you anxious about? Like pray about it. I think uh, the other thing I like to add to that is just keeping like, a prayer journal can help set you in a mind mindset of Thanksgiving. I don't do this perfectly, but there are moments that I've like, wow, I prayed for that and God answered that prayer. That should spur on Thanksgiving. The other thing is also like listing things that you're grateful for, because I feel like even in prayer, what 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 I what I tend to do is just always asking without giving thanks first. When when Jesus modeled. You know, when Jesus' disciple asked him, like, okay, I'll, I'll teach us how to pray. When he modeled the, 
the the Lord's Prayer. He said, "Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come." It, like it started with Thanksgiving, and oftentimes I I fail to start with Thanksgiving because I'm failing to recognize the little things and the big things that God has granted to me. You know, the breath of life, the fact that my body is able to function the way it ought to. There's a lot that I can, I can be thankful for. But as we as we wrap things up, I think I would like to leave with what something we've said earlier. First uh, Thessalonians five, sixteen to eighteen. It says, "Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus." So as we wrap up, I would just like to, you know, wish everybody after Thanksgiving, go enjoy that turkey. We are so thankful for you guys and. Uh, the one thing I'll, I'll end with, Manny, is one of the things I, I constantly think about is what a beautiful model God has designed for us to think about him and to yeah. praise him. Like, this is, I think, our, our only true response. And, like, we should be thankful, man, because God is worthy of our thanksgiving. And it's only right that, like, man, we credit him for his goodness and his love and all these perfect gifts. And I think it's when we're thankful, it's like our focus starts to move away from like our own desires and off our, you know, pain and difficult circumstances. And it helps us remember like who we are and God's past faithfulness and his promises and remembering that he is in control, that there's a bigger picture, like that we belong to God um, and that he is good and in control and loves us and he's working all things for our good. And we are just so thankful for all of you guys happy thanksgiving and we will see you guys soon on our yeah. next episode <laughs> remember to follow us on instagram on magnifying underscore god and if you have any questions send us our email at magnifying god in your 20s 20s fully sped out at gmail.com we love you guys talk to you later